a, a cat got stuck in a tree outside my flat. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like our neighbor's cat and she was so high up and we were just watching her for ages try and get down. Oh, no. It was kind of scary. Like we could just see her meowing. And by we, I mean me and Percy. Right. Percy was at the window, <laughs> paws up, so nosy. Oh. Like so nosy watching watching the sequence of events play out. And I, I kind it was like a cautionary tale. It was yeah. like, and this is why you are a house cat. <laughs> You see? You see what happened? I was just stood there like, you You think, you say to me you want to go outside, but do you see what happened? Do you see what happens when you go outside? <laughs> you, that could be you. Stuck. That could be you up there. Stuck. <laughs> Struggling to get down. <laughs> uh, I do think like, that is one of my favorite subgenres of cute animal videos is them being rescued from precarious places. Yeah. Like anytime a firefighter has to go up in like a cherry picker and get a little cat. It's just so I cute. love them. It's so cute. It's so cute. I love it so much. Yeah. <sighs> I wish how I'd be a firefighter if that's all I had to do. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you were just not a firefighter, but you were just like official cat rescuer. Yeah. You know. I do that. From trees. Yes. Yeah. And like sometimes they're in holes and things. I'll get them out of the hole. It's fine. Yeah. I went on a dog walk yesterday that was truly a nightmare. Um, simply oh, because no. <laughs> like a cricket was just in a mood to just bark at everything. But then also, in his defense, the mailman was out, the Amazon Prime delivery truck was out, and the FedEx truck was out. Oh, that's a lot of trucks. It was a lot of trucks. And then also, it seemed to be a popular time for other people to be walking their dogs and um, bicyclists using the sidewalk, which made me and cricket annoyed. Uh, and it was just like one of those mornings where I was like, I just, I, okay. Let's just go back inside. Like, this is too much. Yeah. I'm overstimulated. So certainly Cricket is. Because um, he doesn't... The problem is he he won't poop if it's there's too much excitement going on. Mm. So then, like, the little bit the mm. walk is, like, pointless. Where I'm like, you didn't even go to the yeah. bathroom. You just screamed at things for 20 minutes. Um, totally. And I that's so fair enough. Like, I don't like to poop when lots of no. people are watching me either. No. Like, I need some time and some space. Imagine some trying to poop when there's, like, a mailman trying to deliver emails to the bathroom you couldn't do it awful awful, awful. <laughs> yeah uh so it was fine we 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 went back inside and he, he did poop later but okay good every once in a while i have one of those mornings where you're just like okay this is this is a rough one we'll just yeah it's a wash <laughs> um things that are not a wash are our guest today yes and this is comfort creatures and we have uh, it was a good segue. It worked. Um, that was so good. That was such a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> um, the wonderful Haley Marie Norman is here. Um, she has four pets to tell us about, and um, she's yeah. absolutely, you know, a, a kindred spirit, a person wise, and one of her cats' yeah. name spirit. So that works doubly. Um, mm. It was all meant to be. It was all. It was all falling into place. Yes. In that, in that interview, wasn't it? Yeah. I think we should just get into it. Yeah. Okay. okay, everybody. We are joined by the incredible Haley Marie Norman, uh, actor, writer, animal lover, and host of the new podcast, Date Mare with Haley Marie Norman. Thank you for coming. Yay. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm so glad that you put animal over because that's the most important of all my credits, honestly. Yeah. Yes. As we were going through it before, I was like, I'm definitely missing some, the reason you're here, really. Yeah. <laughs> I spent all day yesterday binging um, this show called Wild Babies that Helena Bottom Carter uh, does the voiceover for. Oh, you guys, it is it, it is so good. It's all mom. Oh my God, I could cry. It's all mom animals taking oh. care of their newborn babies. Oh my God, that just, that sounds like an immediate serotonin hit. Yeah. I, I felt like I was watching, like my animal, like I don't watch sports, but my I was reacting to it like I was watching sports and it was making yeah. my own animals nervous because of course they leave you like in moments of, where you think the animal's in peril, because it really was. And the mom will come in and save it because moms are amazing. But I was shouting at my TV going, no. <laughs> there was one where the otter, um, the baby otter floated 300 feet away from the mom, who oh the mom, God. after a month of holding the baby, had to go back underwater to get food. And it was the first time leaving the baby otter alone. 
And, you know, she made sure it was all protected. But of course, because of the current, the baby otter floated 300 feet away and the mom came up and couldn't find the baby. Oh, my oh God. My oh, my God. Just talking about it. <laughs> that, that is it's always so tense, isn't it? Like, God, that's just such good drama. Right. Like the, the conflict of like I as a mother have to eat so that I can live and protect my child. But to eat, I have to leave my child. Oh, the stakes are so high. Yeah, the stakes are so high. It is life and death. It's literal life and death. (laughs) Okay, I'm so I so need to watch this. This sounds amazing. And of course, none of the dads were in the picture. Like, (laughs) there's barely a dad. There's (laughs) barely a dad in the show. And when there is, you know, when the dad does the bare minimum, everyone gives him a round of applause and yeah. that's like, you should get a medal, right? <laughs> the only dads who do a good job um, are the penguin dads. Yeah, penguin dads. Yeah, yeah so penguin silly. dads. Because they hold the egg, you know, under their bellies above the ice while the yeah. moms go and get the the fir- the food the first time. Yeah. But then yeah. they come back and they switch. It's equal labor in the, in the mom. It's heteronormative in the penguin household. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love that though. It's like... Because isn't it penguins where the, the the male penguin goes and gets a rock and presents it to the female penguin? Is that right? Yeah, that penguins they do, do the rock yeah. thing. So they Wait, had to graft this? from the beginning. Yeah, they, they go out and find like the perfect little pebble and then they go and present it to the female penguin that they want to be their mate. And oh then they're mated God. and they mate for life as well. And you know, you're just like, yeah, she made him graft early. He went and found the perfect rock. And now he's committed, you know? I'm just saying. <laughs> oh Something to be God. said. It's literally a proposal. It's literally a proposal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So cute. They come so in like, I got, you a, I got you a nice rock. And then she's like, okay, I accept you. <laughs> and, he, and he is so grateful. He is happy to watch that egg. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I need to take some of that into my own dating life, you know, really make the guys work for it. Be more penguin. Be more yeah. penguin. <laughs> the next date you go on, the, the guy is going to bring you a little, like an actual rock. You know, they better. Yeah. They, they absolutely better. I mean, I collect crystals and crystals are rocks. Yes, so. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't bring me a crystal, I'm out. Good. No is this, for you. so is, 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 you're no new podcast date man. Is it, is it dating nightmares? Is that the, is that yes, the exactly. Yeah. It's, okay. it, that's, that's exactly what it is. And I got the idea for it. So I'm newly divorced. I w- was in a relationship for six years. I'm newly divorced and I'm back on the dating landscape and, and it's so bad that it's funny. <laughs> um, and, and after uh, I went on a date where I sat down with the guy and within two minutes, he told me that the IRS had garnished all his wages that day. And, and yeah. And right before that, a guy invited me to New York. I went on the, on our first date, he was like, come with me to New York. And the, our, so our third date was this New York trip. Oh my God. And it ended up being like a work trip for him, which he didn't tell me beforehand. And I was like, oh, he bought me this plane ticket. Like, I'll take care of a couple of the Ubers and like a nice dinner or whatever. And we had a great time. We came back. He Venmoed me for the plane ticket and then broke up with me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, it's really bad. But this... This is why we prefer pets to people. Yes. This is why we prefer penguins. This is, why, this is why we prefer the penguin. A penguin would never have done that. A no. penguin would never then make for the plane ticket. <laughs> but here's never. the thing, though, is it, and what we talk about in the podcast is like our what I've learned from my, you know, because it says something about me that I was willing to become someone's girlfriend on the first date. Like what he did was wrong. Absolutely. But also I realized like, OK, I'm allowing myself to be love bombed and yeah. get into these quick relationships with guys who have all these red flags. Like, let me do some self-love work there, work on my inner child, all that stuff. So we we do talk about nice. a lot of that in the podcast because it's been the bad dates have actually been the most healing experiences for me. Yeah. That's so interesting. That's I, I can see that. Look at it. Yeah, for sure. But through it, I have four animals. Yeah, we need to so, talk about them. <laughs> yeah, like, are these, are these your pets since you have been single? Are these pets that you retained custody of? I'm always really interested in how those, like, dynamics play out with, with animals. So that's such a good question because 
I don't know that I, I definitely wouldn't have gotten four animals if I was single <laughs> because, <laughs> because I, I'll be the first to admit it is a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was in my, so the two dogs I had beforehand, and then we, a cat found me. She came to me in a dream the night beforehand. I wasn't even a cat person. I'd always been whoa, allergic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really beautiful story. So I had this dream one night that I, that I adopted this white cat with tan and brown markings and had a purple collar with pink markings on it. And have you ever had a dream that you just can't shake? Yes. Often. Yeah. So, right. So the whole, I thought about it as soon as I woke up, I thought about it mid morning. And then in the afternoon, I could not stop thinking about this dream. And so I told my then husband, I can't stop thinking about this dream I had last night where I adopted this cat and this is what she looked like and blah, blah, blah. And then I went, I was doing a guest star on a short-lived CBS sitcom called Living Biblically. And I showed up for my first day of rehearsal. Like I had a late afternoon call, like everything lined up perfectly. Though I went into rehearsal. No, normally when they're rehearsing other scenes, you wait in your dressing room, you don't watch. But I was like, oh, I want to watch. And as I was watching, this guy sat down and just was petting this kitten on his belly. And I was like, I have to go over and meet this kitten and come to find out the prop woman saw this cat like two days beforehand at a rescue that she works in who was in the back totally being ignored and is a beautiful cat. Like you can look at her and see that she's a magic cat. She's really special and brought her into work that day. And everyone wanted to adopt her because she's so beautiful. And I, oh no, I casually mentioned to her, I was like, wow, this is so crazy because I had a dream last night that I adopted a cat that looked just like this, but she had a purple and pink collar around her neck and she lifts up my, now my now cat's fur. And she had the exact collar from my dream. No, Yeah. 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 Isn't that insane? And I knew that there was only so much I could do because I was just a guest star on the show and all the series regulars like also were like so interested in getting this cat. So I went into my dressing room and I just put like a prayer out to the universe that like, if this cat is meant to be mine, please let it work out. And word just started circulating that I had had this dream and I went home with the cat that day. (laughs) Yeah. That is such a good story. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so what's your cat's name? Spirit. Oh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I, I love that I'm like at a place now too where I feel like totally confident and comfortable telling that story because when it first happened, I was like, oh, people are going to think I'm like nutso, but now I'm leaned <laughs> into it. I'm a c- single woman with four animals. My cat came to me in a dream. This is who I am. <laughs> we are not the people that would have thought that you were not so for no. saying that your cat came to you in a dream. We're not those people. No. You're, you're, you're in a safe space. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. I love my fellow animal people. We're yeah. the best, aren't we? Absolutely. Well, just under animals. Animals are the best and then animal people right under. Honestly, <laughs> it isn't the fastest way I can bond with a person. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. where it's like, oh, thank God you have pets. The, the, we'll get each other way better. Like totally. Also, like, do you have weird dreams? Another way I bond with people. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's there's a there's an overlay in the Venn diagram. I think <laughs> of like anim, animal animal people, particularly like animal women and femme people, and yeah. then like people that believe in like weird dreams. And like are a little bit like spiritual and witchy. Like there's a there's an overlap there of my people. I'm telling you. Oh no, me too. So yeah. we're the yeah. same people. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh my um, gosh, I, it happened the other day. I had a dream about a crocodile, and but it was like a nice crocodile. It wasn't like a, I wasn't scared of it. And then I went to a party the next day, and this guy that I met started talking because I'm going to Costa Rica next week, and he started talking <sighs> about a crocodile that he saw there. And I was like, this is so weird. Like crocodiles weren't on my radar before. My other cat is in here with me, Sticky. And Sticky came to me because I lived in, I used to live, I I used to live in like Los Feliz, but right on the border of like East Hollywood, Los Feliz. And there was a ton of feral cats in that area. So cats would be meowing all the time and doing their thing. And for the most part, you just kind of block it out because it would happen every day. But this one cat kept meowing and something told me to go outside. And it was a little tiny two pound orange kitten that I was like, okay, cool. You're mine now. And <laughs> that's my cat, Sticky. Sticky. Oh. Where did, so where did Sticky come from? So like the Sticky, name. 
Oh, just because I just I just heard it one day and like I just <laughs> thought of the word sticky and I was like, this is the perfect name. And my cat is like the perfect sticky. Like he's yeah. such a boy. Like if you could just take sticky. Yeah, he is sticky. But what's <laughs> cool about him is a friend of mine. Like I had this older friend. She was 91. She passed away and she wa- she was an actress. She, her name was Elaine. And she wanted to leave me like. Uh, vintage purses and stuff so that that I could like wear to meetings and red carpets. But her family was fighting over her estate. And I knew that I was never going to get any of this stuff. And I was fine with it. I just wanted it because it's what she wanted me to have, you know, but I was like, whatever. And um, she, Elaine had like red, orangish hair. And we would always talk about cats. And we watched this Criterion Collection movie from the 70s. I wish I remembered the name of it, of like a guy and his orange cat. And so a couple months after Elaine died, this orange cat that's her same hair color came to me. So I also like to think she's my little Elaine cat. She was like, you're not going to get my purses, but I'll bring you something better. Yeah. I love that. I was really nervous about being single with four animals. Like I I was ashamed of it. Not ashamed, but I was really insecure and self-conscious about it for a while in my dating. I feel like you're just living the like witch in a cottage with all the animal dreams, though. Like, yeah. (laughs) I talk about it a lot where it's like, yeah, this is good. The city life is cool. But like, we should probably just be living in the forest with a bunch of animals. Me like, and Alexis will send each other like, ru- like rural cottages or like, like castles in like the, 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 the deep countryside of France. And we're like, should we just split it and live here in the forest with our pets? <laughs> I think there's something to be said for that. I mean, with the writer's strike and hopefully soon, I mean, I guess the idea is hopefully we don't have to strike, but I don't think that the studios will, I think it's going to lead to a strike, you know, so I hope the actors all vote yes. But there's a part of me that's like, if this business is a sinking ship or like, if this gets so crazy, like, do I just move to Costa Rica and like just hang out on the land with animals? Like, yeah, that actually wouldn't, I've been, you know, I've been an actor since I was seven years old, you know, it's all I know and I love it, but I'm, but I'm also like the idea of just hanging out with animals in nature all day where the cost of living is affordable actually right right like for also costa rica as well it's so funny you say costa rica you're like the sixth person in the last couple of weeks to say to me that they're going to costa rica and again it's like your crocodile thing like costa rica i was like oh yeah costa rica that's a country that exists it wasn't like on my radar (laughs) and now suddenly everybody is going to costa rica and coming back and saying it's like the best place they've ever been that, um, so I was just going to say, I think that means you have to go. I think it means I have to go like too. that. Yeah, I, I do. I do think it means uh, maybe I won't come back. Though, is the problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah. I'll just include myself on your guys's uh, house buying yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, you know, cool, cool, I get cool. in on this. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll, we'll just all buy CCU. a mansion in Costa Rica that's like <laughs> affordable because it's Costa Rica. And we'll yeah. just go yeah. live there with our, with our pets. That's fine. Yes. That suits me good. <laughs> oh um, my God, we could start an animal sanctuary. See? In Costa Rica, can you? And it'd be oh. hot. It would be so warm. <laughs> it's a good, a good. Are you saying good, that in a good way, or are you already no, over in a good way? I, No, no, no. I live in London. I all, all I ever do is talk about how cold I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm all actually bringing goats. So we are going. My friend and I, my friend Adrian Finkel, that I'm going with, we're taking a private tour of a jaguar sanctuary <gasps> there. And there's a type, wow. the sanctuary has like a wish list of stuff that they need. And one of the things on it is this like condensed goat milk. And this particular brand that's the best brand won't ship to Costa Rica. So Adrian and I bought the goat's milk yes. to take with us oh. to Costa Rica to go give to these jaguars. The jaguars oh need the milk. Because they're, oh. they're just big kitty cats that want the milk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I went to Costa Rica, I think when I was like 17 or something like that. But it was, it's, it's great. Like, the, yeah. I think it's one of those places that would be really hard to have a bad time in. Like, no matter where you oh. go, it's going to be gorgeous. There's animals everywhere. Like, did you see monkeys? Oh, yeah. <sighs> That's my Big dream is seeing a monkey oh, yeah. in a while. You'll I'm not going to be able to handle it. You'll see probably a lot of monkeys. And, oh, my, uh, oh my gosh. Oh, I can't remember what they're called, but there's like this big, rodents that you'll see everywhere you'll know them when you big see them like, That's not the big, sloths right not a sloth they're like they well, I we kept seeing them like on the road like they would like they were just hanging out like near the road but they're they have a funny name i'll remember it later and, and, and text okay. it to you 
Um, and then uh, iguanas. A lot of iguanas oh. around. Aren't iguanas like prehistoric or they, something? Yeah. yeah. They, when you see them also in the wild, because like you see them, I don't know, I feel like at pet stores and things, but seeing an iguana in real life, like A, there's like, there'll be like a hundred of them in a tree no. or something. And just like, it does feel like, oh no, I've time traveled. What is happening? Why are these like <laughs> dinosaurs just staring at me? And they move really slow in that way that you're like, what? You, you must know secrets yeah like, they do look like like magic dinosaur things yeah yeah it's crazy and i'm a little worried because i'm one of those people that i'm like ever i'm convinced that every animal loves me and <laughs> so far for the most part i'm right like they can sense my energy but i'm a little bit worried that i'm gonna go to costa rica and i'm gonna see all the animals especially the monkeys and i'm gonna be like no i can get this monkey this jaguar i'm talking about the jaguar. i can get this jaguar to love me and then get like mauled or something so I, like it's i think i'm going to be having that internal struggle the whole time yeah. because when i see an animal i just want to give it yeah. a love i mean the monkeys <laughs> will definitely accept food from you like yeah but will they bite me do you think only if you i think if you like grab them but okay like i, f- I feel okay. like i remember like they'll get really close like they they they're not afraid of people especially cuz costa rica is pretty like touristy and yeah. so they're they're pretty brave. Uh, so I don't think that they will hurt you, but a little bit they're like, oh, this person definitely thinks that. Like I think we'll know that you have that attitude and be like, oh, she'll give me treats for sure. Oh, I'll yeah, give them the yeah, for sure. I'll give the monkey anything it wants. I'll give it. I'll give it my credit card, honey. Exactly. <laughs> Can monkey. you imagine like <laughs> these bougie Costa Rican monkeys just maxing out your credit cards and like buying all the best bananas? <laughs> <laughs> I would um, be bragging about it too. I'd be calling Capital One, like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> They're like, so it was fraud. And I was like, oh no, I willingly no. gave the monkey my credit card. It's credit card. <laughs> Can I just get a little more credit? <laughs> Can you extend my credit line? There are more monkeys that need more things. Yeah. Like, please. <laughs> so you said you you're a, obviously you you see an animal, you you want to smush. Mm-hmm. You also said you have four animals. We've we've talked about two. So mm-hmm. what what are the other creatures being smushed in your home? Oh my gosh! So I've got two dogs, Iggy and Bowie. Oh, I great. rescued great them. Names. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I rescued them over eleven years ago when they wow. were going. The I got them at the shelter the day they were going to be put down and they were only eight weeks old <gasps> oh my god oh, yeah and i was having it's interesting because i was having some like health issues at the time and i was at my doctor's office waiting to be called in and i was scrolling facebook and this girl who works in animal rescue posted about this dog that was going to be put down and i was like that's it i'm driving to lancaster which is like a pretty <laughs> far pretty drive far. from los angeles to go get these dogs and the doctor was like no you can't do that i'm putting you on bed rest and i was like these animals are going to die. So I left the doctor's office and I went, I mean, I got seen by the doctor. I'm not, you know, I take care of myself too. Okay. <laughs> um, and I drove to the shelter and when they look totally different now, but when they were babies, they kind of looked alike. So I saw the one that I thought was the one in the picture, but it wasn't. And then they brought the one that was in the picture and the one that was in the picture, who's now my dog, Iggy, he was being, he had a really terrible, like eight few weeks before he met me. And he was also being like traumatized by the bigger dogs <laughs> in the, in the shelter. And so they were like, he doesn't like any dogs, but when they put him in the, when they, you know, like at a shelter, you know, or not a shelter at a pound, they, you can go in a room, like a gated room with the animal to meet them. Yeah. And so I was in the room with one of them and then they brought Iggy in and the two of them ran to each other. Like they were long lost brothers oh. and they are inseparable. Their butts oh. are always touching. They're literally <laughs> always their best friends. It's I've met their love and their re- friendship inspires me so much because I've never seen anything as pure and beautiful as their relationship. So cute. Uh, what kind of I, what kind of dogs are they? They're little terrier mixes. Okay, good. And so Bowie, he looks like he, they say that he's like a little Yorkie terrier. He's black, so they say he's a black Yorkie terrier. So I think the story with him is that he was from a backyard breeder who apparently got um, the cops came and shut them down. And apparently, this backyard breeder bought brought in to the pound a uh, just a regular cardboard box with a hundred puppies in it. 
and just dropped him off at the pound. And my dog was one of the 100 puppies. And of course, he's blind and has a bad oh. back leg and all that. It's like a terrible 101 Dalmatian. It's a very rare a good, yeah. uh, mod sighting. Oh, there's your baby. This is mod. Oh, you got a, this baby is round. I am not yeah. body shaving this baby. <laughs> no, no, she's a big chunky. Yeah. She normally doesn't come up for it when I'm recording. So this is a... She is a chunky lady. She's big. Oh. We love to see it. What's this baby's name? This is Maud. Maud. <laughs> oh, looks just like a Maud. This is exactly right. what yeah. a Maud yeah. look like. Yeah. Wait, Maud, you are giant. <laughs> She's cute. She's like the biggest animal in the house. And I have two dogs, so... You have two dogs, too? We have two dogs, two cats. We have the same thing. Wait, you have two dogs, two cats? Mm-hmm. Oh, my... God, I found my people. Yeah. Yeah. Just one of them. <gasps> <gasps> this is Cricket. Cricket? Oh, that's one of my favorite names. <laughs> yeah. Cricket? Wait, so is Cricket also a terrier mix? He's actually not. What's weird, both my dogs look like terriers, and neither of them have any terrier in them. He's a, uh, this is a Chihuahua Pomeranian, primarily. No. Yeah. <laughs> Chihu- you are, and you're sure. Did you do the DNA test? did the test? DNA, Yeah. Yeah. This and it's it. so funny because like both of those dogs are kind of like yeah like bougie fancy dogs right like <laughs> yeah. celeb dogs and then you get cricket who just looks like a street dog yeah. <laughs> he's like the love child of yeah. like the lord and lady of, and then, of two opposing families from my other dog is a poodle uh, poodle chihuahua mix oh my god and doesn't look like it either no. at all like, i need to see the what's the other one's name crumb crumb oh my god that's such a good name you guys what would we be without our animals? No, I know. I think this often. Like, I often just, like, I have a Bengal cat. She's somewhere. Oh, you have a and Bengal I, cat? Yeah. Wait, they're nuts, right? Like, so <laughs> wild. Nuts. Tell me stories. Tell me she's, stories. She's crazy. So the first, like, three years, like, they're so affectionate and so loyal to their people. Um, Like, she's just always, like, coming up and, like, licking my face all over. Like, she's so uh. affectionate. But she is also... Firstly, we got her just before COVID. So um, she's like a lockdown cat. So she hates people coming into the house. Oh, um, she absolutely hates it. What and will she do? Will she like... She's just very much like, give me my space. So like one of my best friends who's over all the time after like nearly three years and giving her like really respecting her space, she'll now go over and like put a paw on her lap as if to be like, okay, I guess you can stay. Oh, um, cute. But otherwise, if she just wants to be left the F alone and when people come up to her and try and touch her, she's like, did I say that you could touch me? <laughs> did I say that you could touch this? I love she'll, it. Yeah, like, she's got boundaries. Yeah. She has real boundaries. Um, and then for the first three years we had her, it was like wild variations of you are the best thing in my life. And oh my God, if we made a horrible mistake, <laughs> she just had so much energy. Um, I was so, so chaotic. Now yeah, they like she, run around like crazy, right? Like jumping on your yeah, fridge. And, she gets right? zoomies. She gets like full zoomies. Um, but now she's pretty chill. Like she, she'll get like a zoomie a day and she just has <laughs> loads of like shelves and trees and stuff to climb. Um, and that's been the main thing. It's just like getting her stuff to do. But yeah, no, now now she's great. Like she's hilarious. They talk so much. She's they just talk. constantly so she's just constantly like meow, 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 like having a whole <laughs> oh conversation. With Wait, me. what's her name? Persephone. <laughs> oh, of course it's Persephone. <laughs> yeah. Persephone yeah. knows her worth. And yeah. she's she got really something. Does. She really is very vocal about the fact that she rules this roost. Like, yeah, she's like, that. I'm the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh those cats are i will sometimes look at them on instagram because i'm like these cats are wild they're like yeah. wild. that's what they are actually they're like wild cats they are she's very they are very wild that's they're, they're just so smart like sometimes i'm just like god i wanted a pet not a roommate like <laughs> they're all so intelligent like i have to put um like child locks on doors and things. No. She, yeah, because she can just get into, she gets into every room. She knows how to open drawers and open cupboards. Like she's figured it all out. <laughs> so it is like having a person at times. So. so like during the day, like my cats will sleep, like they love their nap time and stuff. Does Persephone like sleep during the day yeah, or is mostly. she? She'll, okay, so she no, no, sleeps no, like does. a cat. Now she does. She didn't, it, there was a big change. She turned three in January. And there's been like a nosedive in her energy levels and it's great. It was like, gonna say that's probably a good thing, yeah. Such a relief. So she'll have 
maybe like a zoomy in the morning and then around lunchtime she'll kind of come up to where I'm working and like knock something over as if to be like give me give me attention um and then we'll have like a little play and then she'll just sleep right through until the evening like and then she'll kind of put her out to have her dinner she'll inspect things and then she'll go back to bed so she does sleep most of the day but when she's awake it's like hello I'm here I'm demanding to be entertained (laughs) I love her. She's got a lot of, lot of personality. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with more from Hayley Marie Norman. Greatest Trek is the podcast for all your modern Star Trek needs. It's funny, informative, and now it's also timely. That's because every Friday, right after the release of a new episode of Strange New Worlds, Picard, Lower Decks, Discovery, or Prodigy, we bring you a review of that episode. There's some great new Star Trek coming up, and we're going to cover all of it. You'll like our show because we're both former video producers, so we bring a lot of insight into the production and filmmaking aspects to these episodes. And we also have a very refined sense of humor, so we make lots of delightful fart jokes along the way. So come see why Greatest Trek is one of the most popular television recap podcasts on all of the internet. Subscribe to Greatest Trek at MaximumFun.org or in the podcast app you're using right now. Hey there, this is Drea Clark. This is Alonzo Duralde. And this is Sparta! Iffy. Listen, I got 300 on the brain. We just watched the movie 300 in honor of our 300th episode of Maximum Film. That's right. And to celebrate this major milestone, we brought back original co-hosts Ricky Carmona and April Wolf. But just for this one episode, right? Oh, Iffy, you know we could never replace you. Some of the voices have changed over the years. Heck, the name of the show has changed too. But through it all, Maximum Film remains the movie podcast that isn't just a bunch of straight white guys deal with it find this and all 300 episodes of maximum film anytime on maximumfun.org i don't know how people do it without animals like I d- yeah i i i just i couldn't like did you did you, you grow just- up in an animal house did you have animals growing up I did like so when I was a kid I remember we had a family dog named Scooter but and I so Scooter was technically my my grandpa's dog but we would go live with I had a kind of a tumultuous upbringing so we would be living with my grandpa part of the time and so he had Scooter but I just always had a love of animals like even outside of that so when I was a kid I got guinea pigs and um what what else? And I got I, yeah, I got a cat when I was younger, but she was one of those cats that would like and granted, I was young, like I was young when I had this cat. So I didn't know how to like respect cats boundaries and stuff. But she was one of those cats where you would turn the corner and she would like jump and attack you. So yeah. that's another reason why Spirit, my cat who found me, it was just so out of the blue because I was kind of scared of cats. And I didn't think that I and I was also allergic and I didn't think I would ever have one and then spirit came to me and now I'm like I'm a I as as much as I love dogs I have a real special place in my heart for cats and yeah. I'm like not allergic to them anymore having wow. spirit made me not allergic to cats and I'm and I'm like oh this idea that cats are mean or whatever is that's just not true Mm-mm. no no it's, it's just not, not true. true my one no. cat Daisy as a kid was like that just because you know I was a kid and I had a bunch <laughs> of kids over and yeah but my parents are good parents. So I'm sure they, they weren't, they didn't let us terrorize the cat or anything, but she just wasn't, she just probably wasn't a cat that needed kids running around yeah. and that's okay. Daisy yeah. knew her boundaries too. I could For see sure. being like, don't pet me with your sticky kid hands. Like it feels yeah. weird on my fur. <laughs> yeah. I'm not being rude, good. but like, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then as soon as I moved out of my parents' house, I got, I, that's when I started like having dogs I had, and I've just had animals ever since then. I, I honestly can't imagine. I don't, I don't think I'll ever not have an animal. Yeah. I can yeah. never. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah for sure. In fact, I'm going to have these four animals forever because I refuse to believe no, anything is ever going to happen to them. Yeah. No, no, no. Nothing happens to pets on this podcast. We, no. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's something we deny. You know? Yeah, I because I yeah. actually don't know what you guys are talking about right now. Yeah, uh, like what is, so, what is this? Yeah, like, and that's a good way to handle it. Also, I think yeah. healthy, um, just complete denial. Complete denial. Yeah, yeah. That's where I like to go. Well, it's funny because in this last year and a half, 
So yeah, I, I think it's been about like 18 months or something since I left my marriage and my re- and my relationship with my animals has just gotten deeper and deeper, which is cool, especially because for part of that time after the New York, the story with the New York guy that I told you guys about, I realized that I actually like wasn't in a place to date. So I stopped dating. And so my nights were just on the couch with my four animals. Oh. And I'm so grateful for this time because my relationship with them has gotten just deeper and deeper. It's like we took it to the next level and they all get along so well. So it's a really special time. And I started seeing someone, I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but I, I've, I've been seeing someone for like the last month and um, he like spent the night over here one time. And I remember being like, oh, this is going to be like, a ch- like I, you know, I almost was like mourning the time that I've had with my animals. Cause I was like, if I do meet someone new, no matter how great or amazing they are, it's going to change the dynamic. Mm-hmm, and yeah. this dynamic that I've cultivated with my four animals is maybe the most special time in my life. Really? I mean, it's really. also like bringing someone to meet your pets is like, I feel like has similar pressures to like meeting family members where it's like, this needs to go well because these pets are like so important to me. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. If for and some reason so, it doesn't work. Ugh. Sorry. It's really funny because um, do you guys have Super Vet? Do you guys have that TV show over there? No, I, I don't okay, think so. We so. have we have this TV show called Super Vet and it's like um, about a vet, a super vet <laughs> Noel Fitz, called Noel Fitzpatrick. And he is like the leading vet in the UK and performs all of these incredible procedures on pets that you think it's very heartwarming and wholesome. But the thing he, he was, I, I remember so vividly an interview he did where people were like, you know, what's the one thing that you've learned in your practice? And he was like, couples that don't agree on like, when one couple is more invested in the pet than the other, that couple is doomed. He's like, I can always call a couple that aren't going to last because if they come in, and one is so like emotional and so invested and so bonded to the pet, to the pet, and the other one is a bit like mm, just a cow. I don't know. That's not gonna last. And I've never been wrong. And I was like, you know what? Super, wow. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That makes so, that makes so much, much sense. For yeah, sure. yeah. Whoever I'm lucky enough to bring into my pack, you know, <laughs> they better love these. They they sure. will. I wouldn't choose someone that didn't. Yeah. This guy was really sweet. He was he's so good with them and really sweet. But it's just funny because they're like the dogs really love them. But so we've done like we did one sleepover with this guy. And when I say like we did not sleep at all, but not because we weren't we weren't up late (laughs) doing fun things. It was like the cats were jumping on the headboard, like staring at him. It was it felt like someone was like tap dancing by my bed all night. It was like between all four animals just kept coming in and looking and then reporting back to another one who just kept coming in, jumping. (laughs) pet cam or whatever and they just kept walking in front of the pet cam making it click and i was and the animals kept us up all night but they were checking you were okay they were like okay yeah. so mom's brought someone home what do we think we need exactly. to vet this guy you know yeah they were doing shifts yeah, they were. And then, like, when one of them was watching you, the other was like going through his things just to make sure he didn't have yeah. in his bags. They were, you know, I was running his ID. Getting his like social security number. And- yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good. I'm glad they did that because if it doesn't work out with him, I'm not above identity theft. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit's got his social. He's yeah. <laughs> good. Um, I do. Oh, I think about what you're saying about cats and and the. I do think the stereotype about them is just wrong, um, mm. in terms of like, oh, they're they're mean, and also partially it's just that thing of like you have to just try. Like cats, yeah. they're not dogs. They're not like you know they don't have love just blindly for everyone. Also, my dogs don't even have that. They don't like anybody. But um, cats, I think what feels so good about them is that like you have to earn it. And like prove yeah. that you're worthy of their like affection. And then you're like, yeah. oh my God, you like me? That's so kind of you. <laughs> like, because they don't have <laughs> to. Like, they can live without you. They'll be fine. Totally can. Another thing I hate is like the cat lady, like the single cat lady stereotype. Yeah. Because now that I am single and have two cats, I'm like, this, this is not something that like, means that uh, you know that doesn't bode well for my future or whatever it's actually hot 
hot. I just yeah. recorded an episode of my podcast with Rachel True where I'm like talking about. Oh my god, are you actually joking? I love Rachel True <laughs> no, so I, much. I just recorded. Oh my an episode god, like, I'm literally about to yeah. lose my mind. So, I, <laughs> I love Rachel True. I she's so hot and beautiful. Like when she's we logged so onto the hot and so cool. Oh the god. craft is one of my favorite. I love Rachel True. So I had to have her on the podcast because, well, you know, she's got that tarot book, and so I her. Have t- the tarot <laughs> Oh it took so long to come to me because I'm in love. The tarot book like helped me get through my divorce. I was pulling <sighs> cards every day, but also when before I like made it public, you know, before I publicly posted about getting a divorce, I started posting this really cool cat scratcher that I got. Okay, so when I moved, I ordered a two. My friend was like, "You can't have." Um, one of those like carpet cat scratchers, like you just can't be that person. And I was like, <laughs> there's other cat scratcher types. Like, so she showed me this Etsy page with these $200 cat scratchers from Russia that are made of like wood from trees. That, they're just oh, beautiful. They're really yeah. like works of art. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I have to get this, you know, I have to get this cat scratcher. So when it came, I posted a photo of it and Rachel sent me a message like, thank God you're married. Because if I was posting about my cats like this, I w- would be considered like unfuckable or something. And we talk about this in my podcast. And I was like, no, I'm actually going through a divorce right now. So she she just came on and we did an episode about like how cat ladies are actually really hot. Like make cat <laughs> yes. ladies sexy. <laughs> I love that. I cannot wait to listen to that. That is so cool. Um, I totally agree that cat ladies are hot. I think the stereotype just comes from like, I guess, witches and women being powerful yeah. and being independent. And I think cats are a a very apt symbol for like because cats historically have, have been associated with like divine femininity for a really long time like right back right. to like Egypt and stuff so I think that there is an association between cats who are very independent who don't actually need to rely on anybody and then like smart powerful women who are independent and don't need to rely on anybody and how like that is like in some way emasculating to a t- to a certain type of yeah man yeah that we wouldn't wow, want to that's anyway so true that's exactly <laughs> what it is yeah. yeah um but i agree cat ladies are hot yeah totally agree cat ladies yeah. are so fucking hot cat ladies if are i don't so say so hot. myself yeah. yeah i mean it's the same thing kind of like that lady doesn't need you she has yeah. her cat so if she picks you you're gonna be it, have a great time yeah, but like isn't it so hot when she doesn't need you she just really wants you. yeah is that not so cool yes. like, that's so hot that's it's so, so hot <laughs> it's so yeah. much hotter yeah that's the thing i love about a cat it's like i respect you so much because you don't need me you've just chosen yeah. to be around me a cat lady yeah, like never settles like never settles. It's a choice. oh my god that is so inspiring you're right <laughs> And then when you get them, you're like, wow, you didn't settle for me. You chose me because I'm hot shit. That's so cool. And my cats literally, they did choose me. Spirit came and Sticky of all the apartments, you know, in Los Feliz that he could have been hiding behind. He chose mine. Totally. They chose me. (laughs) Finally, someone chooses me. (laughs) Uh, What, um... Do you think, I mean, obviously you have four right now. Have you considered a fifth? (laughs) So my dream is to have a farm one day. Mm -hmm. So then that's another thing I felt with dating is I'm like, listen, if someone judges me for a four, then they're just not my partner. Because honestly, I'm just getting started. Mm -hmm. My dream is to have a pet pig. Like that's a major thing for me. Yeah, I've wanted a pig for a long time. I I almost rescued one with another ex-boyfriend of mine and it, it, it was a, it had been rescued from like a dermatologic or dermatological, however you say it, like laboratory. Cause you know, they're doing like all these animal oh, yeah. tests on them. And so she had like burns on her body. It was so oh. sad and she was so sweet. Um, and I was like, she, but I knew that I needed to give her like a great home. And I already was having think thinking like I don't know if like I was thinking that I might leave my boyfriend at the time and I was like I can't be like taking this you know pig to like an apartment after this so I was like I'm not in a place right now to have a pig but as soon as I'm in a place where I can have a pig yeah I'm adopting a pig yeah okay people get them all the time and then just drop them off at the park yeah yeah because they get bigger people get these little tiny pigs and then when the pig actually gets bigger like it was always going to they just literally drop them off at the park and maybe it's a thing here more in LA than in other places because people want their cute little micro you know yeah. micro yeah. wait so are there pigs are they just 
pigs in parks in LA. Okay, we'll say I wish up. that I've seen a pig in a park, but it's just a story that I've heard from like okay. animal rescues. And genuinely it's always, like, the here, like no, I no one has a pet pig. Yeah. no one like, has a pet pig. No, it's, like I'm sure they do, but like it's just so not a thing. It's just not a thing unless you're a farmer with a farm. You know? <laughs> right, it's yeah. just not really a thing to have a pet pig here. I don't think. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. My neighbor has chickens. And and I yeah. And so we I like take the dogs and we walk. We have like our one route and the chickens aren't on that route. But like every every other day we'll like take this newer route since we discovered that there's chickens there and we go and talk to their chickens. And I've actually never met the owners of the house. And I really hope that they have just hours of ring camera footage of oh. me being like, hello, chicken. I love you. Oh, you're out today. Like, I'm fully putting my face in the yard. Never met the owners. Never met them. Yeah. I'm besties with their chickens. I have full, like, relationships with, the, like, the different neighborhood animals from my daily walks. But And I always think, like, so every once in a while, their owner will be out, and I, like, feel uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, I going to say hi. Uh I'll just keep walking. It's fine. We'll 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 talk later. Like I don't know them, and I also because I don't know a lot of their names. So like I name them for me. But oh it's my like, god, that's I can't so just funny. be calling you like, the name. Trisket. They're <laughs> yeah. like my dog's name is Molly. It's, <laughs> no, it's don't Trisket. talk to my dog. This is Trisket. This is definitely Trisket. Um, Trisket's but, a good name, by the way. That's just to me. Do I need to get that another? Good, maybe that is I my think favorite that was animal. It, yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah. I haven't eaten a Trisket in years, but I've always what been a, a fan. Tris- What's uh, a Trisket? It's a cracker here, or a, <gasps> but it's not as good as a wheat thin. No, like do you guys have wheat thins? No, also good. I feel like wheat thins so. more of like a '90s snack, anyway. Yeah, so was it just like a cracker, just like a little? Yeah, and they're like, how would you explain a wheat thin? Um, they're thinner and like slightly more seasoned than an average cracker but the idea of them they like appease to like diet culture yeah i kind of get what you mean yeah i think we have we we must have something similar i just don't know if we call it a wheat thin yeah i'm sure yeah i'm sure something like to be honest a wheat thin is a bad name like that doesn't actually sound good to say no you're right like who did the marketing on this is why this is why some of us don't know what weekends are because of the marketing department and yeah i feel like it played into like a diet culture which is like yeah if these crackers will actually make you thin if you eat them versus other crackers for sure and they definitely don't but they taste they definitely don't sticky's mad because i the other animals, I was like, put them outside, not outside. I put them, the dogs are in my living room. Okay. That's another thing. Okay. So feeding four animals is really funny because it's a whole thing. And when I travel and go out of town, it's like trying to explain to people the, the feeding schedule is really funny because so sticky needs to, okay. So, okay. So sticky and Iggy, Iggy's the, the brown terrier dog. Mm-hmm is they're food insecure and they're obsessed with food and they'll eat anyone else's food. So, but sticky will meow like crazy when it's, so just to kind of get him to stop meowing, I give him a little bit of his food first. Mm-hmm. And I give, I have to feed them all in different places of the house because they'll all eat each other's food. So sticky eats by like where the washer and dryer are because there's a door right in front of that. So I put him in there so that I can kind of get him out of the way. And then I close the door and then spirit the cat has to eat second because it takes her the longest to eat. She's so delicate. She takes, she takes her time eating versus like Iggy and sticky eat so fast. So spirit has to come next and spirit is on special food that costs, um, feels like a million dollars. Like it's so expensive um, because she has, she had like high kidney values or something. So like we have to keep all of her, she's very delicate. We have to keep everything regulated. So spirit eats in the bedroom because the bedroom is, it's such a sweet room. It's comfortable. It's like away from everything else. And she needs like her total privacy. So I put her in there and then I close the door and then, (laughs) and then Bowie eats a little slower than Iggy. So then I go feed (laughs) Bowie and I feed him in the living room and he has a bad leg. So I put the C like this pet CBD in there. And then I feed Iggy in the kitchen and Iggy eats like a vacuum heat so fast. So that's why he goes last, but he's good at standing by his bowl and waiting for his food where it's sticky. If I didn't feed him first, he would follow me all over <laughs> and try to steal the animal's food or sneak in or whatever. 
So then as soon as... Oh, the system. It's a whole system. system. So then when Iggy finishes, because he always finishes first, he waits by the closed door where Sticky is eating because he likes licking Sticky's plate when Sticky's done. So Sticky will meow when it's time for when he's finished his food. And then I open up that door and then Iggy, this is maybe this is actually why I don't have a relationship yet. Going through this, it's like, okay, yeah, I actually don't have time for a romantic partner. I have animals to feed twice a day. So Sticky, so Iggy will go lick Sticky's plate until that's clean. And then meanwhile, Sticky is standing by the bedroom door waiting for Spirit to be done eating because he wants to eat the rest of Spirit's food. And then when Iggy is done licking Sticky's plate, they both come over by the bedroom and they just wait by the bedroom for sometimes 40 minutes because again, spirit takes forever with her food. And then the second I open the door, they rush in there and then they lick spirits bowl. I love this. I I think one of my favorite things about like having multiple pets is the funny relationships that they have with each other and like, and these routines, um, the cats have a very funny relationship where they are always in the same room. But Um, if they get too close, they act like they don't like each other. Like they'll do like a small bat. But it's like you clearly love each other. You're you're like never without each other, but like never cuddle either. Mm. Um, But sometimes when they do that little like their little fights, I guess they're they're like they're nothing. But Cricket hates them. So anytime it happens, Cricket gets up and runs in between them so that they don't fight. And it's just such a funny little like it happens like, you know, once a day. Just oh, like, so there actually used to be a little bit of drop. So spirit, so Sticky's the last edition. So before it was Iggy and Bowie, who we've established our besties, mm-hmm. and then Spirit came in, and Bowie didn't love Spirit, but he put up with her. But Spirit didn't love the dogs, and so it was. Just, but they would all get along and be in the same room. But like it was me and Spirit were always together, and then like the two, and then the two dogs. So Sticky came in and ended up being the great equalizer because he's just a sweet little orange cat. So he immediately like went up to the dogs, like as if he was one of the dogs. And then he just did not give up on spirit. Like he was like, you're going to love me. You're going to love me. And now they cuddle together. They groom each other. They're like super bonded. So I'm happy that spirit now has a cat friend, but, but them, but uh, Sticky, befriending the two dogs and then befriending spirit made it so now all the animals get along so i see spirit cuddling with my dog bowie which never would have happened before i brought sticky in oh wow that's so sweet it was like yeah, it's okay, really sweet i sense some division i sense some tension let me work on it let me work <laughs> on it <laughs> exactly and now and we all cuddle together which will be another thing when i get a romantic partner because i'm gonna be like okay your side of the bed is like way over on the corner the good news is i do have a king size bed but that all is, my animals that will sounds always be necessary. Me. That sounds necessary. <laughs> With full pets and yeah, of yeah. You do. I'm like I have a twin bed. You guys are like oh. actually, we are worried about you. <laughs> sticky, hi. It's so hi, sticky. You know I'm talking about you. And then I realized that Sticky and Iggy, the names sound a little similar, which I didn't think about when I was naming Sticky. So at home, I call. Sticky sticks so that they don't get confused. Right. So it goes yeah. sticks, sticks. <laughs> but his God-given name is Sticky. Of course. Sticky. Yeah. We call Persephone Percy because Persephone is a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. So we get Percy. And I like it. I like it. it's kind of it's kind of neutral sounding, gender neutral sounding. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's really cool. Yeah. Pet nicknames are so funny to me because people are like, what do you mean your pet has a nickname? And I'm like, you know. They for for friends and family and close <laughs> close acquaintances, you know. Yeah, all pets need like ten nicknames. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, I call Iggy Iggy Papa and Bowie Bowie Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> but Spirit is just Spirit because I think that's like the like I just love that name so much. Yeah. So yeah, my one of my friends calls her Spear Spear, but but I just call her Spirit, and I go and I have to I do it in that high pitch, and they will come. Yeah, even, when, yeah. even when I'm not home and I have my pet camera and I turn on the pet camera and I talk through it, they'll run over to the pet camera. Oh, <laughs> I think know. it's interesting. Like so I call my pets things that I never thought that I would say, like terms of endearment. But like the other day I noticed I'd be, I've been calling them like sweet pea. Oh, yeah. I've never used that. You know, where I was like, where did I get that? 
but it just comes out sometimes. You're like, okay, I guess that's a thing I say now. Didn't know. Growing up, so many sides of you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I talk to my pets like they're babies, and I talk to babies like they're adults. You know what I mean? Like, because I just think that, like, I don't know, baby talk with babies has always really annoyed me. I'm just like, how are they going to learn language if you're (laughs) doing that? Like, just talk to like a person. But with the pets, I'm like, my sweet baby, (laughs) you sweet precious angel. And they and you know we we know this, but like they pick up on all of our like tones and stuff too. So you need to talk to them like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when I get my pet pig, I'm gonna talk to it like a little baby. But I feel like I'll also be able to talk to it like an adult because pigs are so smart. Yeah. I'll be like, did yeah. you do your math homework today, <laughs> my pet pig? They're so smart. They're so they are smart. very smart. They're so cute. Ugh. They're so cute. yeah. So you're in on the the farm. We'll go in on and and. Have Ooh, a yeah. nice life. We're all moving to Costa Rica. I think so. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have a farm. Either Costa Rica I'm or like... to see toucans in Costa Rica. Yeah. Like what? <gasps> a freaking toucan? Like, Amazing. can you even? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I'll do, maybe I'll take a bunch of photos of like just the animals. I'll do a post when I come back that's like the animals Please. of Costa Rica. We will share that everywhere. That <laughs> yeah. sounds great. As long as I, I don't get mauled it. by a jaguar by trying to be its bestie. <laughs> Handing it goat milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... <sighs> We have to ask every guest this, um, which is what animal would you be if you were an animal? Oh, this is a good question. Okay. Um, wow. This is a really good question. <laughs> Hold on. I know yeah, that your I time. have an answer. What animal? Okay. You know what's really coming to me right now is a butterfly. Oh, oh I love that. And it's, I feel like a part of me wants to judge it because it feels very like, y2k like girly <laughs> you know type but i you know i've been through a lot in my life i kind of touched on like i had a difficult childhood i'm coming through a divorce mm-hmm. but my life is still so beautiful and it's because i've made it that way and yeah. butterflies are bad they're like sure they're pretty to look at but they have a story they've been through something and there's a spiritual element to them and i would like to think that there's a spiritual element to me so I love I that. That would be yeah. a butterfly. That's a great answer. Thank you. Yeah. Also, yeah. we had was it uh, Emily Heller on talking about she's been uh, rearing monarchs here in LA. Yeah. Explaining that process, like wild. It's crazy, and you're right. Their life is is difficult, but like yeah. that they live and have for so long is incredible. And ha- yeah, in terms of like in the chrysalis, they fully liquefy. They become wow. something entirely new, like caterpillar to 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 butterfly. It's not like they kind of shrink and grow wings. It's like it fully becomes goo and then butterfly. And I yeah. just think it yeah, blows that's my mind. Me. I've been goo. I was yeah. goo. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm a butterfly. And now you're a butterfly. Yeah. yeah. I love that. What um what color butterfly? Okay, so as you were saying that, I was thinking, I'm like. I've never seen a pink butterfly, but if there was like, if there was a way to be like a gothic emo, but like pink, pink divine butterfly, that would be me. I think, Love okay, it. wait, I'm not going to pause for a second. I think I have that. You do? What? Oh my God, wait. Oh my God, this Alexis is Alexis so is cool. reaching for a, a picture that was hanging on her wall. A frame, She's I think it's framed to the butterflies. Mic. Is it framed butterflies? Yeah. What is, we are obsessed already. Okay. What What have you got so, there? These are <gasps> actual butterflies, but look at these ones. They're literally. Oh my God. Little, Wait, I, where did you get this? Um, the bug fair at the, um, they have it once a year at the Natural History Museum. And Whoa. they're just thousands of these and they're all like ethically sourced and like um you don't have to feel bad about so are they wait are they butterflies are they actual these butterflies, are actual butterflies. like wow. I can, will you show us again yeah so you want to see i pulled it out you can see it oh my god this is oh a, my this god is from peru it's a wait that's beautiful Cutheris it is a pink Marilina. divine looking butterfly yes. it's like translucent yes yeah it's, it's like a baby like... translucent pink it's giving like pastel goth like Tumblr 2007. Do you know what yeah. I mean? 
And I think that, oh, but what was that one you were just about to look? Was that, is that so, one all okay. black? No, check this one out. So I think you'll be able to see on the camera. I have to do like the makeup thing, I think. So on the front, oh, it's like oh, green. Oh, wow. But then. Is that like glow in the dark? The back is this. Wow. It's me. Yeah, right? That's me. That's me. They're and amazing. this one is from Indonesia. Wow. I'm an, an Indonesian butterfly. Yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. So when I go to Costa Rica, actually, I made a tattoo appointment yeah. and I'm getting like a, uh, like a stick and poke tattoo of a snake on my right arm. Cool. And, and yeah, that's my right arm. And then I'm getting a, uh, a rose on my upper left arm. Mm. Part of me is like, I don't know if we've got more time. Maybe I get my butterfly on me. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. I've been looking at butterfly tattoos lately as well, actually. There are so many amazing sort of artists and designs that they do. But I'm a big fan of a butterfly tattoo. I think you should do it. Yeah, I will. There's something fun about it coming back because I feel like it was like the cliche tattoo for a long time. And now I'm like, you know what? There's a reason it was cliche. It's a good tattoo. They're beautiful. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Those butterflies are amazing. Oh, I need to go to the Natural History Museum. The bug fair. I'll- I went to one in Utah, and that was really cool. I was just shooting something in Salt Lake City, um, and I saw, and and that was just absolutely incredible. But there's one here in L.A.? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, down, like, south of downtown, southeast of downtown. I will go with you to the bug fair. Yes. I'll let you know next time it's happening, and we'll go, because it's Please do. the best. It's so fun. I want butterflies in my house That's like so that. That's so cool. Yeah. And because there's also like living specimens, like there, it's a whole thing. I watched a little child laughing and holding the scariest scorpion I've ever seen. She was just like, <laughs> I loved it for some reason. And I just remember being like, this is the wildest place I've ever been. Why is she so happy? <laughs> oh my with God. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, We're so lucky to have nature and stuff. I've just been thinking about that so much with the strike and everything going on and being like, thank God we just have nature. Like when I go to Costa Rica, all the anxiety that I'm having about, you know, AI and our business oh my and, God. you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just pour all that out into mother nature, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's all yeah. we have. It's all we can do. And we have to protect our world at all costs. I know. Our planet. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thank you so much for being on the show. This was a delight. You guys. Thank you for having me. I there's <laughs> honestly getting to talk about animals on a Sunday morning is a blessing. <laughs> it is a blessing. So the pleasure is mine. <laughs> I didn't expect this podcast to um, result with me wanting so many tattoos. Oh yeah, that's not yeah. a byproduct I had I had in mind. But every time we we start talking about tattoos and animals, I'm like, oh god, I gotta go get another one, don't I? For real, because Haley also mentioned a snake mm-hmm. tattoo, and I was like, I'm gonna get a snake. <laughs> like I, as soon as she said that, I was like, yeah, I need one, obviously, yeah. of course. Yeah. So a snake, mm-hmm. a butterfly. We're getting a lot of signals that we should get matching butterfly twos, tattoos. Alexis, that's, true. that's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm no, just saying the right. universe seems to be, it just seems to be suggesting that that's the thing. That some we have sort to of, some yeah. Something at least related to that makes sense to me. Like, yeah. Some version of, of, of that. Yeah. And also, I think we both have like that amount of tattoos that you get where you're like, oh, I got enough. Like, throw them on. Like, yeah, it, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, you you so reach a point where you were the first couple, you're like, oh, these are so meaningful yeah. and special. And mine are all kind of meaningful, yeah. but like, I definitely become more cavalier. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, because also it's, I think the ones that I first got that were super meaningful and special. And now I'm like, okay, cool. It, 19 year old me, like, did yeah. it, you know, like, like I have uh my first tattoo was a a Beatles lyric quote on my ribs and like sure I like the Beatles sure. would I get it now no absolutely not <laughs> but it tells a story about who you were at the time doesn't it absolutely yeah yeah that's someone who liked the Beatles enough to get a lyric yeah quote on there. yeah love it yeah so yeah at a certain point you got to be like it doesn't matter I can they're just if I like them, I'll just do it. <laughs> yeah. I do like, but yeah, butterflies, snakes. Mm-hmm. Like a little menagerie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to. 
like a tattoo menagerie yeah yeah (laughs) if i can't have them in real life i at least want them on me absolutely particularly with like yeah like i would get like a dragon because it's like okay well chances are i probably (laughs) won't own a dragon probably probably but not impossible yeah uh so i shall have to just get a tattoo of one instead (laughs) yeah absolutely if people have a ready pet go um including maybe a tattoo story of an animal i'll take that uh you should email to us at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org <laughs> i forgot how emails worked i was like which way yeah do no, they, the at is in the middle interesting <laughs> um join the discord obviously mm-hmm. follow us on social media yeah i think those are all the things just send us just send us stuff we just like being sent stuff we just we like hearing from you you know yeah, yeah. honestly so just your thoughts just your check feelings. in yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay well in the meantime i've been alexis b preston i've been out of a cloud Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.